I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. All right, and welcome to the totally inappropriate radio show here on Skyhawk After Dark Radio Network. Yay. Oh, geez. <laughs> it's already began. So, um, welcome one and all. Uh, we're back. We've taken a couple of weeks off from our show. Not uh, by choice. <laughs> there's been some extenuating circumstances, which we're eager and happy to share with all of you out there in Skyhawk After Dark Radio Land. As you can tell from the hack, 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 cough, 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 that not everybody on the panel is feeling 100%. So, uh, if you didn't know, if you lived under a rock and you don't follow the porn industry at all, I am Kimber Haven, the living legend herself. And, uh, yeah, that's me. So, who do I, I got to my right there? The one that keeps <clears throat> hacking up a lot. Alexis. <laughs> that's it? That's all you got? That's all I got today. <laughs> that's know, it. That's it. That's all you get. You're not feeling it? <laughs> Obviously not. Okay. And who do we got to your right? Cough, cough, hack, hack. Uh, you have the pint-sized powerhouse, Raven Rocks. All right. Well, that's it. That's it. Just pint-sized powerhouse. I thought you oh, weren't the pint-sized powerhouse anymore. I, I don't have another name, so I got to oh. keep using that. Okay. All right. Okay. But anyway, for all the people that didn't know... Uh, the reason why we didn't have a radio show last week is the entire uh, show, all of us, uh, got COVID. Uh, so we all had fucking COVID and we thought we were fucking dying. Despite us all being double boosted and, uh, I mean, double vaccinated and boosted, we went to LA for a big work trip, uh, an award show, and we came home infected with COVID. Hey, hey. Hey, hey! you're way hey. too loud. What the fuck, man? I can't hear myself. You're adjusting my fucking hearing, not my goddamn mic. I'm not adjusting your hearing. Uh, you were because I couldn't hear shit. You just turned my hearing I off. I was trying to turn you down because you're so oh. goddamn loud. Oh, okay. I see how it is. <laughs> I didn't touch your, if, your if headphones. only you can do that in real life. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, I, was, I was feeling bad for you, bitch. <laughs> No, I'm not feeling hack. Yeah, go ahead. Fucking hack up a lung, you fucking cunt. Gee, that's what you get. So anyway, guys, the reason why we weren't on the air last week is because we all came home from L.A. with, well, we didn't all come home from L.A. Uh, me and Raven came home from L.A. with COVID and were nice enough to give it to Lexus. Well, I still think that Amy was the first contractor because she was out partying her ass off. I, I mean, they do say that sharing is caring. I just wish you guys didn't care so fucking much. <laughs> all right. So I guess we should explain to all of those that have not had COVID, even though that we were double vax and boosted, what COVID is like. It sucks. <laughs> well, see, you said you were already feeling kind of under the weather 
like literally as soon as we got home. What's but up, Rodney? What's up, Tommy? What's I up, I still honey? felt fine. You know, we found out that Amy had it, and I was like, well, I better go get tested just in case. And I didn't even go till like the next day, and I still felt fine. I fully expected her to say, you don't have it. And she walks in the, the urgent care room, and she's like, yeah, you got it. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you got you, you got the, the well, Rona. But Doc, I, was, I got the Rona. Then I was thinking that, oh, I might get off super easy because I don't feel <laughs> really anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't get off easy with COVID. And it hit me like a freight train, I don't know, 8, 9 o'clock that night. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to fucking die. I mean, it, it's basically a bad cold the majority of the time, but you build up to an apex, uh, like a two-day apex. It, it's a flu turned up to 11. <laughs> yes. It, it goes from cold to the worst flu of your fucking life where you think you're going to die for two days straight, and then it starts coming down again, and it goes back into a chest cold. But for two days or so... Uh, during the worst times of COVID, you literally think you're going to fucking die. It, it was, oh my God, it was bad. It's not that you think you want to, it's not that you think you're going <laughs> to die. You can't fucking talk. <laughs> it's that you want to die. You just want to die. As soon as we got home from the trip, I passed the fuck out, slept for 14 hours, barely spoke to Lexus, woke up in a pool of my own bodily secretions, that shivering. and the runny nose were the two nastiest Ugh. parts of COVID. It was the sweating in bed well, and the and constant the running nose, the phlegm, the the chills. Why I'm shaking uncontrollably, freezing my ass off while I'm sweating profusely. That uh -huh. was horrible. Yes, it was fucking horrible. You're like, this is not supposed to happen. These are contrary to one another here. <laughs> I I because. When I went to bed that night, I wasn't feeling that bad. I just remember waking up in the morning. Uh, it was early in the morning, like four in the morning, I woke up. And I'm like, why does my back feel all wet? And I kind of roll and stick my hand underneath. And I'm like, yeah. my fucking sheets are soaked. This is nasty. Yeah, luckily, right before we got home, uh, <laughs> Lexus put a, a mattress cover on our brand new mattress we just got. So uh, I, I need a new one soon anyway. <laughs> well, so. definitely now. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just my sweat. So as long as I yeah, clean but it up, it's not you, as You take off the sheets, nasty. it's got like a little raven shape there. <laughs> like like somebody died on the mattress and yeah, rotted kinda, right, yeah, there. right there. Right there, yeah. <laughs> kind of like something you see in, you know, seven. Ugh. <laughs> it, it was, and you know. God, you aged yourself using that reference. Bitch, everybody listening to this fucking show right now knows I'm fucking old. <laughs> How how the f I don't hide that shit. I'm fucking old. I'm I'm almost a senior what goddamn year did citizen. Seven come out like 1994. I came out in '73, so <laughs> I've been around a while. Fuck. <laughs> so, uh, Lexus, well, you, going, you going to die? <laughs> we don't have a token on here to do us all our trivia when we do stuff like that. Yeah, but we we at least have Rodney in here, so. It looks like twice. twice. <laughs> yeah, it looks like twice, two Rodney's. Uh, at least we have him on here to give us the black perspective. Because we know, you know, we always have to delve into the black perspective. And I, I like having, uh, because obviously, I, I mean, I know black men very well. <laughs> I spend a lot of time with black men. 
all the time. However, I cannot give their perspective since it's not my experience. And since all of us, well, not all of us are white, two of us are white, and one of us is a beaner. The one that's sick. What's I'm up, not saying sicky? anything. I'm What's just up, gonna, sick beaner? I'm going to wait for her to just smack I'm going to shank the shit out of you. <laughs> well, of course you are. You're Hispanic. That's what you do. You shank people. You use that Mexican judo. Mexican and I got both, judo? bitch. You, you don't know what Mexican judo no, I is? Don't. Okay, Alexis, you're going to have to explain to Raven what Mexican judo is. <laughs> Why me? Because you're the Mexican. <sighs> you don't know if I have a knife. You don't know if I have a gun. <laughs> Mexican judo. That's kind of like... Uh, Oh, what's his name? That redneck comedian with you might be a redneck and he would do all those redneck if words. If you wake up on Christmas morning yes. to Mustang parts, you might be a redneck. Uh, he was a one trick pony, huh? Yaunt too. He, 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 well, he also did. Here's your sign. No, that was a different guy. That was, was Bill Engvall. Yeah. Was, but they were, they were, he homies. only had his thing. They too. were yeah, buddies. They all had their thing. Yes. And then the cable guy, that's a good joke. I don't care who you is right there. I don't care who you are. That's funny. And then right Ron there. White just had to smoke oh, and drink Jesus. all the fucking time. They all had their, their little prop thing that they are known for, but they're like one trick ponies. So it was like, hey, let's get together all these redneck comedians well, that only have one trick to them. You got to think, though. Who were they trying to entertain? Any more than Being one bread. trick, they're going to be confused as fuck. MAGA crowd. Yeah. That's who they're entertaining. You don't want to confuse them. You know, you can only tell one joke at a time. Bill Engvall appeals to the same <laughs> yes. uh, crowd that NASCAR appeals to. Yes. <laughs> it's like, how many signs can that guy possibly carry around? Because the crowd that he does comedy for needs a lot of fucking I mean, signs. I don't watch NASCAR, but how many times do you think the four of them we're in the pace cars for the beginning of NASCAR races. I just, I don't get the whole NASCAR thing, just watching cars go around in a circle. I mean, yeah, you could say it's like hockey where you're just looking for a wreck, but if you're just looking for that, go on YouTube. Well, if you're just Do looking the cliff for notes. wrecks just, and you want to watch racing, just watch, um, oh, what do they call it? Um, not autocross, but rally cross. See, Rodney knows Mexican judo. He's not all black. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some uh, other ethnicity in there. He knows Mexican judo. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, trying I'm glad to. I'm past the majority yeah. of that. Poor Alexis. that's annoying. I wasn't like this yesterday. <coughs> well, I was like it the what, whole beautiful? time. Aww. Aww. Scoring points. Yeah, she's trying, she's trying to get out of the shanking. <laughs> trying to score points here. I mean, I, I got to live with this woman. I'm, scoring, I'm just I, trying to score points. Okay. I was telling Kimber the other night, when I first started getting sick, I wanted to cough. And you'll know, you know, you'll know this all too well. But I couldn't. Because every time I coughed, it felt like somebody was hitting me in the back of the head with a closed fist. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous of that thought. (laughs) Asshole. I couldn't cough at first because it felt like I had an elephant sitting on my chest. Yeah, I never got that. And it It hurt. Every time I coughed, 
it was like it was like I had a migraine right at the edge, and every time I would cough, it pushed it over the edge. Oh, that's how it started for me. I had a headache for three days straight. Yep. And uh, I kept saying, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I want to know if there's anything due to COVID that would explain why I felt perfectly fine for most of the trip in L.A., but I sneezed like crazy and my nose was running like a faucet. Because I don't think we got it until the very end of the trip at the awards or John Ed's party that took place the day before. So, I mean, considering that um, Erica, my publicist, also contracted it, I'm assuming it was at the award ceremony. Yeah, but she was sitting with Amy, right next to Amy, for a good majority of the oh, award show. It was either at John Ed's party or, or the big awards. Hey, next time you guys go on a trip, just bring me back a fucking shirt. Okay? What, you don't like the no. Rona? Nope. <laughs> I can honestly see how over 6 million people worldwide have died of this shit. I cannot imagine because you always hear this bullshit all the time. Oh, if you're vaccinated and boosted, the symptoms are mild. Fuck off. They're mild, my ass. They're not fucking mild. I was just on YouTube and they were saying that they're thinking about pushing a number uh, second booster. I'll take it. (laughs) I'll fucking eat that shit like Pez at this point. I don't fucking care. Just pump me full of as many antibodies as you could possibly invent against COVID because I never, ever want this shit ever again. This is fucking awful. If you guys have been lucky enough to avoid COVID because of your vaccinations or boosting, it didn't help us uh, not catch it. But if you have avoided it, you don't want it. Or if if that was... The mild version because we were vaccinated, Jesus. we would have been dead. I can see why people get hospitalized that get yes. it that aren't vaccinated because this shit, oh my god, as bad as we were, there was a there was a couple of days there where I'm like, should I go to the hospital? I'm fucking dying. Let me tell you, I, there was one day, I had this. It, it felt like I pulled a, a chest muscle. Right, a few hours later, it felt like I pulled a back muscle. A few hours <laughs> after that. I thought I was having a fucking heart attack. Yes, I was getting those weird, I call them ice pick pains because it's like an ice pick headache. You'll get a very intense pain in somewhere in your body and it lasts like 20 seconds and then it'd go away. Weird trivia for the audience. Uh, I don't know what headaches are like. I've never had one. Fuck you. Fuck you. you. Jesus <laughs> Christ, the hostility. <laughs> I've never had a headache. I don't know what they're like or what they feel like. I can, you know I can why? give you girls empathy. Do you know why? Why? Because you don't have to deal with you. <laughs> no, because my brain is so big and efficient. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, please. My brain is so fucking big, it doesn't fit in my skull, and your that's brain why I is, get migraines. Your, your brain is like... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> your brain is like a fiat. You almost made me spit out my drink. You, you think it's cool, but it never works right. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) go die on me, Lexus. Don't die. I won't make any jokes. Stop making me laugh. I won't make any jokes if it's going to kill you. (laughs) Fuck. Now I feel bad for making jokes. Good. You should. (laughs) Well, I don't feel bad about your feelings. I feel bad about her cough. I mean, come on now. You know who you're talking to here. Jesus Christ, bitches. See, now you got to feel bad for me, too. You know, people are tuning into this show and all they hear is... We need to start a band. Jesus Christ. Coffin band. 
My fucking co-hosts are dying on me. Fucking infected fucks. Hey, if it gets you to be nice, I'll start coughing too. Ain't nothing gonna get me to be nice. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Lexus. Do you, you need gonna something survive? to drink? I have something to drink. <laughs> I feel almost bad having her on the radio. It's like, get your fucking ass on the radio. I'm fu- I don't fucking care if you're dying. You're going to get on here and act happy. Pretty I'm much. happy. I'm not dead yet. I'm happy. <laughs> you're not fooling anybody, you know. I'm happy. You're just fucking dying. I'm trying not to cough. All right. So uh, let's go into detail about our glamorous LA trip since a lot of it um, we haven't even told um, Lexus because she wasn't on this well, trip. Are, are you going to start out with what she had to deal with? Well, uh, we're, <laughs> we're going to go through all. You're here to help jog my memory for things I miss. Wait, I thought your brain was so efficient. Why would you need her to jog your memory? I'm yeah, especially smoker. with a brain that doesn't work. I'm a pot smoker. Fucking yeah. <laughs> Casey. Totally tuberculosis radio. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Totally tuberculosis radio. Welcome to Totally Tuberculosis Radio. Where you can literally hear three bitches die on there. So anyway. Hey, you know that shit will get ratings. So first we need to uh um, at least we didn't do what Honey did. Honey got COVID. Fuck everybody. <laughs> no, she got COVID. She got really sick. She got like the fucked up balance and like fell and hit something and dislocated her shoulder. That bitch is horny. <laughs> Jesus yes. Christ. As She's so- always fucking horny. As soon as you recruited a new girl, Honey was on that yes. shit. Yeah. Honey was like, hello, how you doing? Welcome to BGM. Want to fuck? I mean, Honey is a fucking nympho. She was on that thing like a goddamn predator. As soon as you recruit a new girl, she was on that shit. Hey, um, wait, it, it wait. keeps it keeps them from trying to fuck with us. Wait, didn't you both used to do that shit? When we were young. <laughs> now we're old and crotchety hey, and almost I wasn't, dead from COVID. I was like 50% as bad as, Co- uh, as Kimber. Bullshit. Bullshit. I just grew up quicker than you. You continued Whatever. the tradition for a while <laughs> of being a fucking hellion and needing to calm the fuck down. I just got over it quicker. Kind of like COVID and Lexus here. I just got over it quicker. <laughs> this bitch is still needing some help here. You see the daggers being shot at you? Oh, you can hold a fucking dagger. You can barely stay upright. <laughs> so anyway, we need to explain first why you were not on this LA trip. Why you weren't there. Because I couldn't get the time off. Yeah, because you work for uh, the man. Yep. And yeah, but it, it was one specific day out of the entire trip that yeah. they were just being a-holes about. Uh, yeah, but guess what? While you guys were gone, I set up the website for t-shirt merch. Oh, sweet. Yeah. BGM merch is coming, folks. BGM and TI Radio Show merch. But um, what <clears throat> sucks about working for the man, which is why I could never go back to a day job, is you had earned vacation. Which you earned. You haven't taken vacation in a very long time. You gave them plenty of notice. Mm-hmm. You gave them like 30 days fucking notice for your request. <coughs> and when you work for somebody else and they own you when you work for a normal job, it doesn't matter if you've earned the vacation. If you give them enough notice, they can still say, no, we don't feel like letting you off. 
And that's what happened. So it denied her trip. It's like, why even fucking earn vacation? Or why even follow the fucking rules of putting in sufficient time for your vacation Mm -hmm. request? If they're just going to fucking deny your shit anyway and say, oh, well, you can't. And she's kind of running into the same problem that I'm now running into, too. There's not enough people working there. Mm -hmm. So they're just like, fuck it. We'll make everybody work more. All right. So anyway, Lexus had to stay home and uh, she had a staycation because they authorized every day of her vacation except for one right in the middle of the trip. Mm -hmm. And she couldn't get one day off. She couldn't get anybody else to cover for it. So she had to call off the whole trip because she couldn't get a single fucking day off in the middle of her vacation. So she did a staycation. She worked on Creech Manor, worked on her house. Her house is called Creech Manor. It's a big fucking old place. Um, Who gets COVID on a staycation? Oh, that's right. That's me. That's me. Well, that that was brought delivered to you, courtesy. Yeah, <laughs> that was special delivery. <laughs> so anyway, we we fly out, and uh, the way there didn't seem too bad. The way back was oh Jesus! It, it took almost like a day and a half to get. No, I think the worst part <laughs> of it was once we got to Charlotte. Didn't we have like a three hour layover there? Yeah. Because. I only know because they kept sending me notifications. Hey, yeah. uh, they're here now. Hey, uh, this is where they're headed. Hey, they have a three-hour <laughs> layover. Hey, this is where their bags are at. So it was me, Raven, and Amy Fox on the, the trip. And we, t- we always take a third, uh, third BGM crew member to help run camera, um, although she wasn't much help with it. <laughs> no. She just wasn't. Uh, bitch wants to be in front of the camera, has no interest in being behind it. And we had to have several talks with her. Like, you don't get that option. You have to film sometimes. You have yeah, to film yeah. other people. When we're shit. doing this, it's about BGM, not Amy Fox. So we get there, we land, and uh, Raven hooks us up with an Uber. And we get the coolest fucking Uber driver ever. Yes, so, he was yeah. cool as hell. I forgot about him. So we're just bullshitting, telling him what we do. And just, he's super cool. And... Uh, we mentioned that we want to go to the dispensary. So he says, hey, I'll just stop by. There's one right by your hotel. I'll just stop by on this Uber ride, and we'll get it on the way there. And we're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we get there to the dispensary. Now, this is where my wild night starts. I buy two bags of gummies. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> and I buy two vapes. Um, oh so I'm God. stocking up for the trip. I'm, I'm going to be there a week. I need a lot of pot that didn't hold last me, by the way, I had to go get more, but anyway, I got two bags of gummies and two vape pens disposables. So once you're done, tok, 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 you toss it and they last quite a while. So we got, unless, hooked up. unless Amy loses hers and just snags yours. What'd you get? When you went to the dispensary? I don't know. I just said, give me the most powerful shit you got. <laughs> just give me some shit. So No, I got a vape and I got two bags of gummies also. However, I did not use mine like you used yours. So we had a, a what we thought was a nice place on Ventura Boulevard, $300 a night, um, called a Boulevard Hotel and Spa. And we've stayed there before and it was a very upscale, great place. Four uh, years ago. Yeah. Boy, did it go to hell. So we arrive there, and that's when our fun begins. Because uh, Lexus had booked us a two-bed suite. That's not what we got. Uh, they gave us one bed, even though there was three of us. 
Uh, they gave us a suite, but it was a one bed suite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they wanted to charge us an extra $25 a night just for a rollaway bed from their mistake. Yeah. And then they made the statement that they don't even have two bed suites and they don't know what we're talking about. Even though like two days later we saw them cleaning one. Yeah. They just fucking blatantly lied. And they told us, Oh, if you're unhappy with it, um, the booking service you went through requires 24 hours notice. So if you leave, you lose everything. And we had paid $1,500 for the room. So if we had said, fuck you guys, we paid for two beds and walked out, we would have lost all $1,500 we had paid for the room. Cause they have that loophole 24 hours plus, cancellation. Plus, <laughs> well, Lexus was doing the research while we were dealing with that. Didn't you say the only availability in that area was like ghetto-ass shitholes? Oh, yeah, because of the the show. Well, well, see, what you guys don't know is on my end, I had been fucking working all day long. All fucking day. So I'm like, I'm going to go take a long, hot shower. I'm just going to chill, and I'm going to Oh, that's why I freaked crash. out. Little did I know, because I don't take my fucking phone in with me to the shower. You don't? I do. My phone was going off like crazy. (laughs) And then I hear... I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to bed. I said I'm going to bed. Yeah, uh, because I... I, When I couldn't get a hold of you, I shot Lucian a text message. I'm like, get her on the phone. We're having some serious issues. We didn't book this room. She needs to be involved in this. So since we didn't have any of the info, we needed your involvement. Didn't they hang up on you twice when you They hung up on me twice, and I was on hold for longer than 30 fucking minutes. Whoever was at the front desk or answering the fucking phones. It was was just that woman. Did not know what the fuck she was doing. We didn't have issues afterwards. So we lose our ever-loving shit, and we're basically told we got one bed for three people, and we we aren't going to get what we paid for, and if we don't like it, we're going to lose all of it. So I was so fucking stressed. I was so upset by the time we finally got into our fucking room after all that, that I told Raven, I said, I'm going to fucking numb my stress. So I did not do the smartest thing. No, she didn't. (laughs) I decided to open up uh, both bags of gummies and down them all immediately. There were four. Five gummies in each bag, and each gummy was two servings. So there's 10 servings in each bag, so you had 20. Yeah, I had 20 servings All at once. And um, it was a good night, though. Uh, she's, she's sitting over in the chair after she ate them, and she walks over, and she climbs onto the bed, and she was telling me something. And I look at her fucking eyes. Oh, God. And her eyes were so bloodshot. I've never seen them that bloodshot. It looked like a special effect. My eyes were solid red (laughs) except for a bright green pupil. It looked like I had demon fucking eyes. So that was the first time in years that Raven has seen me stoned. I was fucking stoned. Your pupil's black, but I know what you meant. Oh, really? Yeah. Why don't you hack up a lung? Cunt. You want to correct me? Oh, it's okay for you to correct everybody as, else. As William Shatner would say, don't correct me. It sickens me. <laughs> Just saying. There's there's very few nerds that are even going to get that because of the, the audio leak of when he was doing a video game. And, and they kept correcting him. And he says, don't correct me. It sickens me. Because, you know, that's what William Shatner is. He's, he's a fucking asshole. 
but you know he has enough money to go to mm. space, like Jeff Bezos. So that's that's why you're quoting him because he's an asshole and you're an asshole. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought it would you know, translate well. <laughs> okay. So I get really really stoned, and we didn't have any shoes the first night. See, Nina knows. <laughs> so we wake up the next day. And oh my God, the very first day we have a shoot schedule. I mean, it shoots all fucking day long. Well, that's because somebody decided to go out and arrange her own shoots for us to film, but not coordinate it with me. (laughs) So we have a bunch of shoots on the books now that Amy felt she was going to schedule instead of Raven. So now we have... I think it was like three or four shoots. Three shoots that day. All of them her. Well, it turned into four shoots because she found a new toy. So we had four shoots in a single day. And for everybody that doesn't know how shoots work, the typical shoot takes about four hours to complete. So if you have four, you have 12 hours of shooting, period, minimum. So you got a 12-hour shoot day, not even counting how long it takes to get ready Uh, you know, editing the footage. I mean, editing every scene takes 10 hours at least. So for every scene between shooting and editing, you got about 14 hours. So for four scenes, (laughs) we we got a lot of, we've got like uh, 60 hours worth of work and at least a 12 hour shoot day. So it was rough. So our very first shoot, we've got this black guy with a big dick name well he didn't have a name at the time we came up with a great one but he didn't like it so he came up with his own but now he's known as bruce knight i told him that bruce was a cracker ass fucking name for big black guy i said it sounds silly to have a big black guy named bruce but i i'm assuming he's a comic book nerd because bruce knight dark knight bruce wayne i don't know that's what i'm getting from bruce knight but, you know, Bruce Wayne was a white guy for a reason because his name was Bruce. I mean, the only non-white guy I've ever seen that's Bruce is Lee, and he only took Bruce to be sound American. Yeah. That's a white ass. That's like, you know, Chadwick. Chadwick Boseman. White oh, that sounds so white. Name. I know, right? How, how can a cool black guy, well, used to be a cool black like, guy. He, now the, he's cool in a different way. What the fuck is up with all these younger people calling their kids like Austin and all these fucking weird ass names? It's boring. No, no, I mean in real life. Oh, what's that? Because I see, I see everybody's real names. I'm not really exposed to real life. These younger kids all have the same name. So this guy, Bruce Knight, he he hits up Amy when he's coming over and he says, "Hey." I've got this chick who's with me and she wants to come and watch the production. Is it okay to have somebody else on set? Now, uh, shooting is not a spectator sport. However, this girl was also in the industry and she was a professional. She was interested in how BGM do, uh, does her shoots. And more importantly... She's been doing it for five months. I wouldn't call yeah. her a professional. Well, she does porn. She has a porn history. And more importantly... When he hit up Amy to ask, Amy asked me if it was okay. If someone shows up on my fucking set with a tag along and hasn't asked permission, I have a serious problem with that. It's not, we're not selling tickets. Yeah. It's not a spectator sport. It, it, treat it like a fucking job. You don't take your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever the fuck to work with you 
because it doesn't go over well. So don't bring your fucking fuck buddy or whoever to work you know, unless you ask. I think that dude was throwing shit against the wall and seeing what was sticking because he had that chick with him. He had been talking to Amy. He had been talking to me. He had been talking to you. Had he? I don't know. Yeah. At least you told me. He had been talking to me long before we ever even left to go out there. Yeah, uh, All black men talk to me. So I, I, they just kind of meld together after a while. But anyway, he, uh, he wants to bring a tag along. We say, okay. So he brings this girl named Nicole Korzakova. Yes. And she arrives and Bruce Knight and Amy are supposed to shoot. So I have this really cool idea of their shoot. We have this outdoor balcony with a wall that's like four feet high. That's just tall enough that she can squat down and blow him out in public in the middle of the fucking day, in the middle of L.A., with seeing L.A. all around, and I can film it as a public BJ, but it still has semi-privacy, and I thought it would be a, a really cool shoot. So we do this outward, outside blowjob, and I tell him, okay, I, I need 15 minutes out here because I'm going to make it a separate scene. Then we'll move in to the bedroom, and we'll do the fucking. Okay, that's the plan. That didn't go a plan. Well, and I wasn't there to kind of help keep yeah. everything on track too so when they came back in from the 15 minutes of sucking bruce sat down amy got on the bed and started flirting with the tag along he brought nicole and she started macking on nicole and she was more interested in shooting with nicole than the guy she had not, invited there to shoot with not to mention we've been shooting with amy for how many years and she's always been i'm not into girls i'm only into yeah. men so she ends up starting to ignore her co-star, Bruce, and Mac on the new girl because she's more interested <laughs> in the new girl instead of her actual shoot. So yep. I, I'm feeling shitty, so I'm paying Bruce a lot of attention because it's his fucking shoot. He came to shoot, and now Amy, his co-star, has forgotten all about him because she's macking on the girl he brought with him. So she wants to do a scene with the girl. So she literally blows off all the fucking... That she mm-hmm. was supposed to do with her co-star. Are you surprised? Uh, and starts messing around with the new girl that he brought. Because that's who she wants to do a scene with now. Um, so I start filming the scene. They have good chemistry. Amy's being fucking weird. Because she's always fucking weird. And she's <laughs> she's talking about weird shit. Like becoming a cyborg and shit. She's oh, I fucking forgot weird. all about that part. Amy is fucking weird. So she's talking about all this cyborg shit and the other girl's just looking at her like, you're fucking weird. And I'm behind the camera. I'm like, I know she's fucking weird. So they're filming. And the best part about the shoot, which, by the way, I ended up calling Milky Tits, uh, because this girl was one of the very few I've ever seen that had big breast implants and lactated like a motherfucker. Because usually you see that with the smaller hormone tits, not the breast implants. After you get implants, it usually damages your ability to lactate. So you, you rarely see that. But we got into the scene, and Amy had no idea that this girl was a heavy lactator. And when I say heavy lactator, I mean it wasn't clear fluid coming out of her nipples. It was fucking milk. <laughs> she was squirting fucking bright white milk from her nipples. So Amy's messing around with her on the bed, and I'm filming it because basically... I wasn't even planning on this shoot. So I said, bitches, just do whatever you want to do. I'll capture it on camera. <laughs> so I'm just holding a camera. And Amy's fooling around with her boobs. And Nicole says, oh, I lactate. And she squeezes all this milk out. 
And Amy's face is priceless because Amy had never seen shit like that. <laughs> so Amy's like, what the fuck? So uh, Amy immediately gets fucking turned on, starts lashing, starts sucking milk out of her titties. So Amy's getting her fill of breast milk because she thinks it's the coolest fucking thing ever. Again, because she only likes men. So she's suckling on this girl's <laughs> yes. boobies, getting mouthful of milk. <laughs> so after we wrap that up, her and Bruce leave. What was our next shoot that day? Well, no, you're not, you're not telling all of it, though. You said that you felt bad for Bruce because no one was paying attention to them, so they left and went to go somewhere, and you were going to pay him some attention, but then as soon as you started paying him attention, oh, I walked in yeah, from my shoot. that's right, that's right. That's <laughs> so right. he didn't get anything? That's right, I forgot about that. <laughs> and then um, we had another shoot that day. What, what was the other shoot? It was, wasn't it another? Oh, it was uh, Senpai, Senpai. AJ Fresh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we get this guy. He sh- First of all, Amy meets this new girl, Nicole. Corsakova, which is around her age and they want to go be young so they want to go out and hit all the party they want to do the party scene so amy has lost focus about work now at this point she just wants to go out and party with her new friend so her new friend says yeah we're going to this big party it's going to be great you're welcome to tag along so amy's like cool i'm in so a few minutes later the girl is hitting up her friend and her friends have a problem with it so then she tells amy not to mention, hadn't she already like, or she was about to call this dude and cancel or something? Yeah, shit? she did. She had a shoot, but she canceled it to go party. But then Nicole says, oh, I just talked to my friend. They're mm-hmm. not comfortable with you being there. You can't come. So Amy starts pouting big time because she was rejected from her new friend. And then she gets pissed. She's already told me and Raven, our night is over. We can order dinner and stop this nonsense. We can take a break. And because she's canceled her shoot. But as soon as she was told she can't come to the the event, she goes and tells the guy it's back on. Then tells me and Raven we have another shoot at nine o'clock at night. Not to mention, as soon as I got back, well, it started long before I ever got back from my shoot, but I had a migraine and I was having extreme allergies for something that was in that hotel room. Corona. Uh, so bad that I was going into like eight and 10 sneeze, sneezing fits. I had to jump up at one time and ask you guys to get me a Kleenex because my nose was literally running like a faucet right into the uh, trash can. So, so I felt like shit. By the way, the reason, and, and I handled all of this all day. I did the whole shoot day. The reason Raven got out of the whole day is because she had a shoot with Groovy that day. Well, but... So I was left to deal with Amy and all of her fucking shoots. This is why you don't go around Mama Raven and schedule your own shoots. I knew I had that shoot that day. I knew it was with VSoho, so I knew it was going to take a long time. So I wasn't trying to just leave you by yourself, but then Amy goes and arranges three fucking shoots for the same day. Yeah, which I had to do myself now this guy shows up lexus his name is aj fresh and i i'm sure you haven't watched this movie but the guy looks exactly like pootie dang exactly he even has long braid he looks exactly like pootie dang to the t this guy could be a pootie tang impersonator so aj fresh who looks like pootie tang he shows up 
And then he starts getting naked. And then we see that Pootie Tang here, a.k.a. AJ Fresh, has an enormous dick. Enormous. Bigger than me. And with Amy's history. Now we got to go into that. Now see, for all of you that don't know, Amy has had three ass reconstructive surgeries. Uh Three. She's had her ass literally blown out three times and had to have surgery to correct it. She even Mm -hmm. has a large scar on her asshole because of one of her surgeries of ripping herself open. So Raven would never even schedule her a shoot with a guy well, this big. I ever. told her. I told her. she Because she told me, she's like, well, I didn't know how big his dick was. And I was like, Amy. She's like 90 pounds dripping Well, that. I'm like, Amy, whenever I schedule shoots, I always want to see a dick picture. Most of the time, it's not because somebody's too it's big. Your fucking it's resume because they, yeah, it's because they lie and say they're like nine when they're only like four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nine, seven. <laughs> so, um, so this guy is obviously too big for her, but she's insisting on going ahead with the shoot. So she tells the guy that if he goes too hard, she will use her safe word, <laughs> which is senpai. Yes. Which she didn't know what senpai meant. I had to inform her that that's an assistant instructor. It's a martial arts term. It's considered an assistant master. It's the person who teaches the class, not the master of the class. It's the person who gets up and teaches it. There's a senpai. But she watches a lot of anime. She doesn't know what it means, but she likes the word because Amy is fucking weird. So <laughs> she, she tells him, if you're going too deep or something or I'm starting to hurt, I'm going to say senpai, and that's to tell you to go easier on me. We begin rolling. Okay. 30 seconds in. This is all of the, the video, Lexus. Since you have not watched it, this is what it consists of. Senpai, 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 senpai. So, oh, God, senpai, senpai, senpai. So, literally, I'm behind the camera. She's insisting on doing this shoot, throwing a fit. All she's saying is senpai over and over, because this guy I see in real time, this guy is blowing her ass out. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on a second. Lisa just chimed in. She said that this AJ Fresh dude was kind of a dick and says he wouldn't. He told her it was a surprise how big his dick was. Yeah. You know what I'd say if a dude told me it's a surprise? <laughs> I'd be like, okay, if we shoot, it's going to be a surprise. Yeah, I would just say, then you don't get the shoot. Yeah, Surprise! exactly. We have the power, not fucking male stunt dick. So he, Surprise, motherfucker, your shoot's canceled. I, <laughs> I would say he was rocking about 10, uh, although he couldn't get fully hard the whole time. It was still damaging. And I was recording this and watching her fucking ass get destroyed. And I knew, I knew what, what was going to happen. Uh, but she did the shoot. Um, we wrapped it up. We ordered dinner that night, but that was the beginning of Amy's fall during the trip because what we didn't know, well, I kind of knew because I saw it, but Amy had re-blown her ass out, mm-hmm. uh, fucked up all her previous surgeries because she insisted on doing a scene with what this What was guy. that, number three? Four. Mm. And No, no, this was three. She's had it done twice. She, and This then is her fourth. All right. Fourth, I've had a talk with her in depth. She's had three reconstruction surgeries before. She had so AJ. many that I can't even keep yes. track anymore. So she just recently oh. had her fourth. By the way, guys, she came home and had to immediately go to the hospital and have reconstruction surgery for her fourth. So anyway, well, we had to run to the um, 
pharmacy and pick her up antibiotics while we were there just so we could try to get her home. Well, the next night uh, was a pre-party, I believe. It was a pre-party that day. And I didn't go. You took Amy and you said it was dead. Um, I, and- guess it, I guess it got kicking a little later, but I stayed there an hour and a half and there was like 30 people in there. Yeah, so I was Amy like, I'm leaving. hadn't realized at this point that she had done something really, really bad. Yes. Um, so she was still feeling okay until the septus starts uh, setting in. So the following day after the pre-party, it starts sitting in. And we realize what the fuck she's done again. And she's ripped herself open. It's become infected inside of her. And she's going to go into septic shock. And it's possibly fatal. So Raven and I are working and talking to her. And I tell Raven, I says, she's got to get antibiotics. If she doesn't call in and get some, she's not going to make it home. She's going to die on the plane. Because if she goes into septic shock in the air, she's not going to make it. So we have well, to when put her she, on antibiotics. When now. she got home, she told me while she was in the hospital that they only told her, or they told her she was only two to three hours from going into septus. Yeah. So she was pretty well done for the rest of the trip. She was feeling shitty. We did get her some antibiotics, but she was all hardcore the first day. Then after she re-injured herself uh, from doing something stupid she shouldn't have been doing, knew better. Cause mm-hmm. she, she's a size queen that can't take dick. And it's like, yes. bitch, understand you can't take dick. Know your limits. Lisa knows her fucking limits. If I get around Lisa, yes. I want to go in that yes. Neo vagina. She's like, uh-uh, no, no, no. Yes. Ass only. Don't stick that fucking thing in me. So, I mean, even Lisa knows better than to push herself too far. But Amy learns everything the hard way. Well, so- and here's the difference. Amy's what? 20, 20 what? Five. Yeah. We've known her since she was, what, 22? 22 or 23. 20, 23, because when and, her and I did the shoot with, no, it was, yeah, 22. No, she was younger than that. She's still at the age where she thinks she knows everything. You're not going to tell her anything she does know. Well, in the past three years, <laughs> she's had four ass reconstructive surgeries. Mm-hmm. In three years. And most of them were self-inflicted. Yeah, yeah, I think the first one was just an, a normal fucking, but then I know she showed me a picture of the dude's dick that she did the scene with in Florida. And it literally, it, it looked like somebody took two Red Bull cans and stuck <laughs> them end to end. Yeah, dude she, was huge. Yeah, she did this shoot with a guy in Florida that blew her out her ass because he was hung. Didn't didn't Christian blow her out too? And, and I don't, I don't know. I don't think Christian can blow out anybody by fucking with four inches. <laughs> that motherfucker can't fuck with a shit. I don't even know why he's fucking famous. He can't fuck. God damn, it's an unsatisfying shoot. Oh my god, are we going to go into the drama of the award show? Oh, we will. We will. Okay. We're getting there. I'm just making sure. I'm I'm reminding you. So then, before we go to the award show, the following day, we have to go to this John Ed party, and it had its own fucking drama. A two-year-old party for people that don't know. It's not associated with with the TEAs, but he has it every year. It's a very... Always invites us to dance. And and it's a very secretive event. It's it's those ones where you get the the location two hours before. yeah. Yeah. And then everybody knows where to meet. It's a very secret location. Nobody knows where it's going to go down to the last minute. 
So we show up there, and it's possible we got the the Rona from that party because we were being bad, so bad <laughs> that the John, the guy who runs the party, oh had, my god, yes, <laughs> had to come in because we're in the VIP lounge and yell at all of us to knock the shit off because i guess we were under surveillance and we weren't being good yes there was a camera in the corner that nobody knew about up on the ceiling so we were being watched and uh i can only imagine the kind of show we gave them especially amy amy was much worse than me yes amy was horrible amy was much worse she was crawling all over that guy i mean i was because i'm the behavior porn star the behavior John was like, don't be doing any of that shit. So I'm like, all right, John, I'll, I'll, I'll do what you say. I won't fuck around with that. But you two were just like, I don't fucking care. So we, we couldn't smoke inside, obviously. So this place was called The Lofts. It was downtown L.A. And we, had, we kept telling Amy, you're not allowed to go out after dark unless you have a buddy. You don't walk around L.A. at night without a buddy. So she thinks we're being overprotective. So we're going out to vape. I'm going out to smoke. And we go out front of the lofts. And we're just in downtown. Across from us is a black nightclub. Fists are flying. There's fights everywhere. People are yelling at each other from across the street. There's crazy people in the street screaming at people that drive by. Homeless people everywhere. Yeah. And I'm just standing there with Amy. And she's freaked the fuck out. And she's like (laughs) latched on to me at this point. Because I'm her protector. So she won't go very far from me. And this young, decent-looking Twinkie guy walks up, and he's just fucking twer- uh, tweaking out. Tweaking? So I, and he's like, hey, do you party? And I'm like, dude, I'm at a party. I just came down to smoke. I'm doing a party. He's like, what kind of party? I said, it's a fucking T-Girl porn party. He's like, cool, can I come in? I'm like, no, it's a private <laughs> party. He's like, well, do you have anything on you? I'm like, dude, you're already tweaking. What the fuck are you rolling on? So... Amy's standing right beside me. He looks at me and says, I just smoked crack with a homeless man. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Are I, because the kid was young. He was maybe 22. I says, what are you doing here in LA? He's like, I just got here. I'm going to school. I'm going to college. I'm like, you're already smoking crack with homeless men? I'm like, what's your name? He says, Griffin. I'm like, Griffin, go home. Sleep this shit off before you lose your teeth and you fuck up your good looks concentrate on school if you need somebody to talk to my name is kimber haven look me up online hit me up i will talk you through it if you're feeling lonely here in la i will chat with you just don't fucking do crack with homeless people anymore so it turned into an after school fucking special in the middle of the street where i'm having to say to this young guy that he shouldn't be doing crack with a homeless person and of course amy's looking just fucking horrified all right so we got to go back a little bit here because I don't know if you didn't forget about this or if you weren't talking about it yet. But John Ed, the guy who throws these parties, was doing a Caligula party. He wanted oh, everyone God, to Oh, God, I forgot Greek. about that. Oh, Jesus. So he's hitting us up, wanting us to come over and get, I'm using air quotes with my fingers, costumes. Yeah, he, he keeps bugging us as soon as we get there. Every fucking day, like 14 times a day. He keeps hitting us up to but come when get we the would tell today. him we have time, he would be like, "No, I can't do it now." But he wants us to have what we think are these elaborate Caligula costumes. So he wants us to spend fifty dollars to go to an Uber to go get costume fit at his place because he can't come to us. So, so yeah, oh, are you telling it? Or? So I was preoccupied. Was, I had another were. meeting or something. 
I think I had a lunch no, with Erica. No, no, no. We were, uh, Amy was doing her scene with Jasmine. Oh, yeah. So and I, I had to go get the stuff. So I left. Yeah, so I sent Raven to go get the costume fittings. I told John, I said, Raven's very capable. She will come over there. She knows all of our sizes. She'll pick up our costumes. We can't all get away. I said, I'm the director. I have to be here. And I was pissed about even having to go. So she leaves. I do my shoot. She's gone for two and a half fucking hours. Well, I got to tell what happened. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, yeah. So me and Amy are in the room going, what the fuck is going on? Because she just went over there, grabbed some costumes, come right back. She was gone for two and a half fucking mm-hmm. hours. Getting our costumes. Okay, Raven, since well, you were involved in this, I'll let you take the, it. The me. first part of it was my fault. Um, with nails, on fingernails on cell phones, it's a little hard. So I was supposed to go to like 2905 Hollywood Boulevard. Well, I didn't notice it because of my nails, but I had typed 2005. <laughs> and the guy drops me off and I'm like, I'm not supposed to be here. So I look and I, I saw what I did. So I ordered a new Uber and I'm waiting for it to show up. And this homeless guy walks by me and he's pulling like one of those rolling carry-on bags. He stops at the intersection and he's all squatted down, just not doing anything. And I'm not paying much of attention to him until he starts walking into the middle of the intersection, Hollywood Boulevard and whatever street I was next to. And he's like doing shit that you totally expect to see people doing in LA. He's yelling, he's flailing. So I'm seeing this on my left side. And there's a homeless guy sitting <laughs> on the ground. Shit, right? No, he was sitting on the ground and he had a little cart and stuff. And he's like, excuse me, miss. So I finally look over and he's like, I've got to go in here and use the bathroom. Will you watch my shit for me? And I'm like, dude, I got an Uber coming in like two minutes. He's like, I'll be quick. So he runs in, goes, comes back out and uh, thanks me. But then I go to John Ed's. I finally get to the right place and it's like in the hood. Well, of course. So I go to John Ed's room, and it literally looks like a white trash bedroom with a kitchen off the side of it. The the bed didn't even have a headboard. And uh, so then I have to wait like 40 fucking five minutes for him to finish with the person he was with. Yeah, so I was pissed. And then he's like, come on in and start grabbing this stuff. And I walk in, and this motherfucker's got like, like fabric that he picked up at like Michael's and all these really cheesy ass different things, kind of like that little lightsabery yeah. scepter I carried around all night. And he's like, take this, take that, take this, take that. And I'm like, fine. And I'm like, John, how do I get this back to you? Oh, I don't want it. it, it whatever you don't use, just throw it away. So Sunday rolls around before the awards show and he hits us up. And wants us to send the shit back. Yeah, we, he wanted to send an Uber where we could throw in the Uber. No, and just... initially he wanted me to get my ass in an Uber and fucking carry it over to him. And I told him no. So then he wanted me to pay for an Uber to pick it up and take it to him. I was like, John. Raven comes back to the room <laughs> after two and a half hours. And she throws our costumes <laughs> on the bed <laughs> and tells us to pick out what we want to wear. Now, now there are just bolts of cloth, just regular raw cloth. 
Like stuff, stuff you see on the little rollers at Michael's. Or- yeah, and it's the most garish, awful colors. We have lime green. Ugh. We have bright With red. We lime- have gold. He thought the gold tassels would look amazing Christmas. on the lime green. It, it yes. looked like she covered our bed with Christmas wrapping. Oh, and then he sent over a bunch of uh, um, curtain ties. Okay, and I guess that was supposed to be our belt or something. Yes. Now he tells Raven that we're free to cut it up and make it into costumes. And I'm like, this motherfucking drag queen, I don't build my own fucking costumes and shit. So he wants us to try to come up with something just with this raw cloth and a fucking tie around our waist. And it takes maybe five minutes for every girl in that room, me, Amy, and Raven, to go, fuck this shit, we ain't wearing this. We are not putting garbage garbage bags on us because basically that's what it was it was garbage bag tied with a fucking curtain top. but if you remember i had bought an outfit for the party and i was like oh my I better, god i better try this on before we go she she has this <laughs> roman costume that she bought for this party but she had never tried it on so she tries it on before the party, and oh my God, the most unflattering outfit I have ever seen in my life. She looked like she was a brick wall. Have Yeah, have you ever seen a, a baby doll where it like comes straight off your tits and go? that's what it was doing? Straight off my tits, straight down. It made I mean, me look like I was She looked like Gimli the dwarf. She was yeah. stout. And we're like, okay, this isn't going to work, but Amy needs a costume. She's 90 pounds dripping wet. <laughs> Maybe she can pull it off. She puts it on. Looks as bad. Yes. There is nobody that could put this costume on and look decent. It looked absolutely nothing like the picture on Amazon. Or it did. It looked the same. The fitting was nowhere remotely close to the one on Amazon. But we got through the party. We put together costumes of our own design, and he didn't say shit to us, so fuck that, right? So the next day was a big award party. At this point, you know, the awards took place at the very end of the trip. So at this point, you know, Amy was feeling septic. Uh, we didn't know at the time, but Corona was setting in, and we just weren't feeling it. So we, we go- thought she just got tired from all the shit she was doing. So we went to the party. Raven does what she does. She went and mingles with the girls. I immediately start talking to the studio heads, and I was talking to Adrian from I'm Live. And we were sitting at his table, and I was trying to make deals. And then... I mean, all of us, all the girls, Lexus, we all knew we weren't going to win any of the six awards. You were even up for one. Yeah. Uh, what, but we knew we weren't going to win because not only do we understand the politics of Groovy and that it's a Groovy commercial for their shit, but as soon as you opened up the program, it said judges and Wendy Williams was there. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as we saw that Wendy Williams was one of the judges, we knew at that time. There wasn't a fucking chance in hell of us winning because Wendy fucking hates us with a passion. She blames us for everything that's gone wrong in her life in the last five years. So yeah. she, she blames us for taking porn away from her. We didn't do fucking shit. We just came and started doing shit the right way and she couldn't keep up. Well, not just that. She tried to be my fucking PR person, but you know, you don't work for your PR agent. They work for you. And I got tired of it. And I was like, no, I ain't doing this anymore. Oh, my God. Because I started with her as PR. And she was garbage. And then when she was going to do PR with you, I told you specifically that I fired her because she didn't understand the dynamic 
that she worked for me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't her fucking bitch. And she would call me and order me to do shit. I'm like, no, you're being paid by me. You work for me. Mm-hmm. You are my bitch. I ain't yours. It, it, it's like uh, the one would gently, I am nobody's bitch. <laughs> That's why I felt. So, uh, you know, we, we, uh, she, you got her for PR. She sucked just as bad as I told yep, you. She, she sucked. <laughs> she didn't do anything and she liked to boss me around. Yeah. And she, she's a hateful, cynical person and she despises us with a passion. You know, I really believe that she didn't want to take orders from me because she saw me as inferior because she's Wendy Williams. She's an avian hall of famer. No. It's like, yeah, about a hundred pounds ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just saying, Sean Connery was a piece of ass at one time. Now he's dead. Well, and he wasn't looking too hot in the last 20 years. I gain weight really easy. And she is the one that when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I need to start dropping this oh, weight because wow. I don't want to look like Wendy. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. I know I used to say this a lot, but the bitch is the same age as me. I'm older. <laughs> and what, what I was talking to Eric, the, her past studio guy that she yeah. pissed off as well, uh, that no longer works with her. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to him. I'm like, you know, the way I feel about it, because we were talking about Destiny, Catalea, Wendy, yeah. and what has happened to them and how much weight they gained and everything. I said, if your job is to be in front of the camera, that's your mm-hmm. fucking job. Put in the work to look good at all times. We are always dieting. We are always working out. We have to maintain a certain physique, especially at our age, to not be embarrassing when we get in front of the camera. Because <laughs> yes. I always told myself, if I ever get old or out of shape and I'm like Ron Jeremy in front of that camera, I want to bow out gracefully before I embarrass myself. Yeah. And I'm in front of that camera way past my prime. When, when I talk to guys about that, they're like, oh, wow, you're you're 47. I would have never guessed that. And they'll start talking about porn. And I'm like, I'm not sure how many years I'm going to be around. Because I, I use that example. I'm like, I don't want to get to the point where people see my porn like they do Wendy's. They go, oh, <laughs> Aww, that's so bless sad. Her yeah. <laughs> she used to be so hot. Yes. Look what's happened to her. Wow. Yeah, I guess there was a T-girl that died during the event. Died? Yeah, she committed suicide. Oh, was that during the event, though? Uh, yeah, it was during the event. She You're- just went missing, and she committed suicide. And it was, uh, I, for- I forget who I was her I had never friend. heard of the name of yeah, the girl that it she, happened to. She was one of those click bitches, very clicky with the, uh, yeah. with the upper ups, uh, the, the girls that think they're hot shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, bitch, you ain't nothing but a porn star. You ain't nothing until you're a studio head. You ain't nothing. And all these bitches, I don't fucking care if you're Natalie Mars or you're Chanel Santini or Aubrey Kate. If your job is to be a porn star, you ain't shit till you run the company. You are nothing. And and you know what pisses me off? I don't run the company. Yes, you do. You help me run this company every fucking day. I help you run it, but I don't. It's not like I run it by myself. And I got to say that it, pisses me off a little bit that the most powerful person in trans porn isn't a trans person at all. It is a white man. It is typical of the rest of the fucking world. I was going to say, are you surprised? I mean, Stephen Gruby is a white guy, but he's the most powerful person in trans porn. 
why isn't there somebody who's trans that's the most powerful person in trans porn? It just irks me, but yet again, another field that the upper echelons, the most powerful people in that field happen to be white men. Even if they're in a field that has nothing to do with white men, it's all about trans women. And trans women have no power in this industry. They are nothing but peons being used in porn. Mm -hmm. And we came along and said, fuck you guys, we're going to run our shit. We're not going to have anyone have control over us or boss us around. We're going to do what we want to do and we're going to uh, work with other stars to create unique porn that we all own. We're not going to give the studio shit. And to this day, it's like we, we give the girls our videos. They have BGM. They're allowed to use our logo. Yeah. Once you participate in BGM video, you own it just as much as we do. It's yours. It's your BGM logo, too, on your video. BGM is just an open content company where everybody can get together make cool ass porn and have the resources to do groupy shit, mm -hmm. but not have to be bossed around or told how to shoot their shit. Cause everybody like Lisa or honey, we're collaborators. We bring them in. We're saying, okay, here's my, my thoughts on what, how it should go down. Then everybody puts their own spin on it. We're collaborating to create something. We don't have studio interference saying you have to do this. You have to do but that. You know what I noticed doing this groovy shoot the last time? <laughs> Apparently, I've gained a little bit of respect because even though it was a groovy shoot, they were like, or V was like, so what do you want to do? Oh, come on. You know groovy directors. Come on. <laughs> let's eye roll together on that one. Yeah, but he had all his, his ideas set up the first time we shot, and I didn't really like it. <laughs> but the second time, I actually was equally involved in what was being shot, and I think it turned out much better. Every girl in here that is shot for Groovy will know what I'm talking about when I say Groovy has no fucking directors outside of Buddy Wood, none, because all their directors are are glorified camera people. They simply tell you to pick out your outfits, you show up looking like you want to look, and then they turn on the camera and say, just do something. Oh, They give I you no direction. I forgot about this, too. He was actually impressed. I, I don't know if this is a common thing for when Groovy shoots girls, but I walked in there with, like, four different outfits for, for a two-outfit shoot, and he was amazed that I brought so much stuff for the shoot because he said usually girls just bring two outfits. He's like, sometimes one of them doesn't even work, so they're screwed. It's just like, you know, they turn on a camera and you have to uh, carry the shoot. If you work on a BGM shoot, um, like Lisa and Honey have many times, you know that we're very precise about what the story we're trying to tell. We're trying to tell a story. It's not just random fucking. No, I just got naked on a bed and then got naked in a <laughs> yeah. shower. So, I mean, we talk to the girls, go, okay, here's the concept. Here's what we're going to do. And then if I don't like the way it's going, I'll say, do it again. Uh, usually in the dialogue, I, I leave the actors alone during their sex beats because I, uh, the actors can decide their own sexual positions and how the sex will go. However, there are three steps in making any porn. There's the setup. Why they, are they fucking? You have to give a reason of why this is happening. So you do the setup, which is my forte. That's what I want to do. Then we have the sex scene and that's between the actors. And then we have the wrap up. 
Usually my only involvement besides holding the camera is writing the setup, writing the wrap up, and getting my dialogue, I need to tell my story. I don't give a fuck about the sex scene. I give a fuck about my story, why these people are fucking, and can I entertain and make somebody laugh with the story I'm trying to tell? I don't give a f- They've seen people fuck a million times, but do I have something interesting to say? Do, can I keep their interest? So it's very important for me to do the setup. So that's when I'm a real mega bitch. Usually do it again, do it again. I'm not hearing what I want. Do it this way, do it that way. Okay, we got that one. Try it a different way. I want to hear your take on it. All my directing comes from setup and the wrap up. But I'm a glorified camera person for the sex scenes. I simply go, <laughs> girls, you know your beats. And for all those people that aren't in this industry, if a director ever asks you, do you know your beats? That means you've talked to your co-star and you've decided which positions you're going to do and give me. I need to know what's coming where I can set up the lighting. But as long as you guys agree on your beats, it's usually four positions and a money shot. It's, it's sucking three sex positions and a money shot. Pretty standard. I let the girls decide that among themselves. And then I just make sure everything's set up for the positions they say they're going to be in. And I tell them where to aim towards the best lighting. But Groovy does nothing of that. <laughs> Honey, your closeout is make me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have a few famous lines, which was my name, bitch, and go make me a sandwich. How are you doing over there, Lexus? Fine. <coughs> you didn't die on us, did you? Nope. So then we, after all that shit, we had to start on a long trek home. And that was horrible. That was because we were starting not, well, I was starting not to feel well. And that was like a day and a half trip home. Well, I was tired, but I just was chalking it up to being tired from our trip. Yeah, we left uh, at night in LA and we didn't get home until mid afternoon <laughs> in Kentucky. Know. Usually this doesn't happen to me, but we got on that plane going from LA to Charlotte and like what, maybe. It was like a five-hour flight, and I think one hour in, I fell asleep. And I woke up when they said we were making our, our initial descent into Charlotte. I, I passed out. See, Lisa says my groovy shirt shoot was one of the worst in terms of direction. <laughs> yes. They're all, the only good director they have is Buddy Wood. But, I mean, I'll go on there. I like V because V... Leaves you alone? Does what I tell them to do. They all do. <laughs> They're, they hold a camera for a living. That's all they do. Uh, they don't actually direct. And the cool thing is Lisa and Honey, uh, our girls, are all about telling the stories. They know what we're about, and they get into it too, and they have fun getting into their roles. Well, the last time you did a scene with Lisa, you were carrying her down the oh, hallway that was of fun the hotel. Scene. Yes, that was a fun scene. <laughs> that was really fun. Because I, she hadn't... Because people in porn don't watch other people that you know's porn. We just don't. If we're on a porn site, Pornhub, and we're looking to jerk off, and for, we see somebody we know, we will not watch for that For us, show. it's like seeing your brother doing porn almost. Maybe not quite that bad, but it's close. And the, the, what cracked me up with my Lisa shoot is she wasn't aware uh, <laughs> because she hadn't watched my porn about how I like to close. <laughs> And after she finished me off, and I said, okay, go make me a sandwich. She just hesitated. And she's like, 
are you serious? I'm like, yeah, go make me a fucking sandwich. And she's like, you bitch. But she rolled with it. And I loved it. I loved her reaction to me uh, when she called me a bitch and everything and, and left. It was just like, the cool thing about Lisa and Honey is they, they pick Lisa. up on we it. We need to get her up here. Yeah, they, they're quick. They pick up on what we're trying to do and the comedy we're trying to do, and they roll with it. And they're like, okay, I know where we're going with this. So it, it's just cool that we have girls that adapt so quick and realizing the kind of stories we're trying to tell and we're trying to make people laugh. And they get into the roles of trying to make people laugh. And they're willing to do stupid shit. And I will always ask girls, everybody who has worked with me for a long time, there will come a time I ask you to make a complete fucking ass of yourself. Number one, because I honestly think it'll be funny. And number two, I'm testing you to see your loyalties. If you're willing to do anything it takes to get a laugh, like with Kirsten and the fart. Who's ready to slay some motherfucking dragons? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Raven used to be the type and a lot of these new girls are, are this way, but Raven used to be the type where she was, and Amy's still this way very self-conscious about your brand and you don't want to come off looking stupid. You don't realize that. And you do, but you don't. But you, you, it t- took me a while to differentiate Raven Rocks and whoever I'm playing <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. They're not the same person. And, and you get into your roles. You're like this. You love the stupid shit now. If I give you a role, I'm like, okay, this is what I want you to be. You fucking run with that shit. You love getting into your your different personalities, and you'll come up with an in-depth backstory and shit where you can really delve into your character. But I, I love it when girls run with their characters, have fun with them, and make complete asses of themselves. Now, I bring up the we Kirsten. Are going to, we are going to win this match for the Lord. Yeah. Now, I bring up Kirsten Bunce. Because of, I knew that she would do anything I asked her to oh, do. Oh, she, she just, she loves doing yeah. stupid shit, so. If I told her, I said, if I told her puke on somebody, she'd fucking do it. Yeah, she shit. would. And she is such a team player, and she's so fun, and she's so tiny, which I never knew until I met her, that she's tiny. But. Wait, we're basically the same size. I knew you were tiny. I've seen I'm, you I'm in not, person. I'm not tiny. But uh, everybody's tiny to me. Amy's tiny. I'm not tiny. Everybody's tiny. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, Kirsten, we, we had this big closer, and I said, okay, Kirsten. And I was wondering, I'm like, is she going to give me blowback on this? Because this is the most fucked up thing I've ever <laughs> asked her to do. And the scene was she had defeated Raven, and they were arch nemesis, and they were rivals. And when she beat her ass, I wanted Kirsten to bend down and fart. You you made her basically <coughs> teabag me a little too far forward so it was her asshole yeah. instead of her balls. And I said, I want you to fart in her fucking face and, and kind of wave it in there and make fun of her because you beat her. Now, the thing is, I told her, I'm like, I'm going to put in the wettest, longest <laughs> fucking fart I can find a musical file on. So if I find an audio f- a file of the wettest, Longest fart. I'm going to use that. So I told Kirsten, I'm like, so when your face, when you're making your face, because I want to see your face doing this, you got to look like you're really pushing it out for a long time. Uh. Yeah. Because I'm going to have the wettest, longest fart ever coming out of you. And Kirsten's like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> the, the problem with Kirsten and working with Kirsten is that 
when I have her do this stupid shit all the time. She has a hard time keeping it together through the scene. Yeah, she does. She's laughing all the time. I'm like, keep your shit together. Keep your shit That's together. That's why you had to cut it right after I threw her off of me because I threw her off and she started laughing. That's because the bitch knew she had it coming. <laughs> she knew she was going to get her ass whooped. You okay there, Lexus? So, Lexus, did you hear about Clarence Thomas? Ah, did you hear about Clarence yes, Thomas? Yes, I did. Ah, there we go. <laughs> so, uh, if you didn't know, Clarence Thomas was uh, is a black, if you can call him that. Although he's the biggest fucking Oreo that ever walked the earth. He's ripped there with Ben Carson as far as being a black man. But he's a very serious right-wing Supreme Court justice who's black. His wife is, of course, white mm-hmm. and super into men. And she's very well, liberal. they just got all of her text messages and she was saying text messages to the Trump administration and chief of staff saying that she wants the, the uh, election overturned that she was pro insurrection. And this is the wife of a fucking Supreme court judge that's supposed to be impartial. And they have all these text messages of where she was on the Trump team, pushing the lies and the conspiracies. And she's the wife of a fucking Supreme court justice. So now they're thinking about impeaching him because he cannot be impartial because they just, they blew the lid off of it and they found the text messages that they were hiding that she was pro insurrection and trying to spread the lie. And she was part of the Trump team, a Supreme court justice's wife. Casey wants us to talk about the shit that went down at the TEA. Okay. Okay. Now Casey, this is all secondhand information for us because we bolted apparently just yeah. before it happened. So the, the, the day after the event, uh, I had a, a lunch with my publicist, Erica Icon, which was at the event, and she stayed the whole night. So I went to lunch at this nice little hippie place, super hippie place. I had a walnut cranberry salad. It was so fucking hippie. So we, we're talking, and she's like, oh, my, you left just before things got crazy. <laughs> so from what I heard from my publicist, they brought the BBW trans porn stars out on stage. And this was the first year they were introducing them. And these bitches were huge. They had to be every bit of 400 pounds. Not only were they huge physically portly wise, but they looked like they were about the same height as you too. (laughs) Yeah. And these chicks were immense. They were, Hey, Hey, Hey. I mean, they they were were enormous. They were large. If they were running after, at me, I would think it was a stampede. They were big bitches. <laughs> so they get up there and Domino Presley says, trans the industry is going to be welcoming of all bodies. We have to be welcoming of all body shapes and styles. And then somebody, some bitch from the audience screams, no, we don't. So Domino gets pissed and she's like, who was that? Then storms off the stage to confront the person in the audience. <laughs> and then she gets into a verbal confrontation with the mic Telling the girl in the audience that she's nothing but a, a glorified cross-dresser. So they get in a verbal spat. So then Domino gets back up on the stage, and I guess her and Casey Kisses get into it. She says something Casey didn't like. So Casey marches up on the stage and gets in her face in Jesus. the middle of the whole fucking award and ceremony. What has happened to Casey? I know. She looks like a linebacker now. Casey used to look good, guys. 
she got up on stage and I didn't even recognize her. I thought it was a cross dresser. Oh, my boy. Jesus. So anyway, she's about as tall as you, and I swear she's bigger than you. And then, so they get in a big fight on stage between Casey Kisses and Domino Presley. Why Domino Presley is emceeing the event and has the mic with her. So there's this huge unprofessional fight. But then some white girl in the cheap seats, because we were at the VIP area. Listen was, to you now that we're no longer in the cheap <laughs> seats. You're like So we're at the studio tables. They're, they're in the cheap seats with the, the porn stars back there that think they're big shit. That, that's why I'm like, you're a porn star. You ain't shit until you're at the studio table, bitch. So anyway, a white girl calls a black tranny a ratchet-ass bitch, a ghetto ratchet-ass bitch. Well, the black tranny decides to go blows. So then in the back row, there's a huge fucking fist fight that breaks out in the middle of the fucking awards between this white and black tranny. So then Domino, being the MC thinking she's got good judgment. Yeah, right. She decides to take her mic and walk through the the crowd to the cheap seats and narrate the fucking fight. Like she's a goddamn MMA Joe Rogan announcer. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck? Steven, you just had Casey Kisses and Domino Presley just fucking go at it on your stage in front of everybody. You had Domino confront somebody in the fucking audience and insult one of the fucking guests. Then Domino runs through the crowd to narrate the fucking fist fight going on in the cheap seats. I thought we were at a MAGA rally. So, I mean, everybody was drinking and having too much fun. And it had reached an apex. We, as soon as our last nomination was called, because we sit through them to be polite, even though we know we're not going to win. So it, it looks unprofessional if you leave before your nomination. So we sit through them, but our last nomination was called like we got, one in the morning. We got lucky. They had like an intermission. So we were able so we to bailed. sneak out without anybody just staring at us. And I was upset because then Erica's telling me all this craziness. I'm like, why didn't you film that shit? <laughs> Fuck. I want to see it. I, I guess there was so much fucking crazy drama that happened and so many fights occurring and Blows being thrown. And I wish we was stuck around. I wouldn't want to see that. I mean, <coughs> usually it's me who's getting into the fight at the TAs. I was about to say, I should have stayed and maybe gotten into a fight because yeah. that's a fight I probably could have won. I, I mean, I, I just, <laughs> I'm usually the one getting in a fucking fight at the TAs. I, I didn't know other people did it, but I don't feel alone now. Oh, it was, I mean... This is how I feel about it. And and I know a lot of other people feel the same way. Yes, <laughs> yes, they had the award show. But one of the main, because I know I'm not going to win either. One of the main reasons I go is to be able to interact with my fans. And for everybody that didn't know or doesn't know, this, this TEA this year only VIPs and people who were nominated were allowed in yeah, the venue. Yeah, it was closed to the public this year. So it's like, you know, who the hell do you talk to when you're there? It's just a bunch of stuck-up cunts walking around like their shit don't stink. And, and then, you know, it was Amy's first time walking the red carpet. And the red carpet this year. It was like eight feet long. Yeah, it was, it was funny. It was like an eight-foot-long <laughs> carpet. And there was like four photographers. Yeah. And we, I, there are I only still, two I still stops. haven't seen the pictures. Neither have I. They rarely put pictures of us. They, they always post pictures of their Natalie, 
of their fucking, you know, their babies. Natalie wasn't even there this year. No, I think she's, uh, she's, she's oversaturated. I think she's on her way out. And speaking of Natalie, I, I saw this, this Natalie look, look alike on Twitter here. And I'm showing you the picture because it's Natalie lookalike. It's a trans girl. Now, the reason I took this picture to talk about on the show is because she did something I fucking hate. And I want to tell every okay. girl who's listening this in this industry why I fucking hate when See, bitches do this. I'm still racking my brain because there's lots of things that you hate. The post is her do. picture looking like Natalie Mars and everything. Natalie Mars lookalike. Get your own fucking look, girl. <laughs> and... She says, am I cute? Oh, yes. I've been seeing that a lot lately. Let me explain to all you girls that I'm may not so know hot. this. Yeah. Do ne- never pay yourself a compliment in a post. Don't say. Or fish for them. Yes. Exactly. Thank you, Lexus. Don't fish for a compliment. Don't give yourself one. It looks pathetic. It looks desperate. It looks sad. If a girl posts pictures says, am I cute? My first thought is how fucking insecure and pathetic are you that you have to post a selfie on social media to try to get compliments? Jesus fucking Christ, girl. It just well, pisses me off. I was that insecure when we first started. It's, and I told you right <laughs> off the bat because you made the same mistake early on and I chewed your ass about it. I said, never, ever give yourself a compliment when you make a post. Never ask for a compliment when you make a post. It looks pathetic and it looks desperate and it makes you look like an insecure loser. If you're like, am I cute? Do you guys think I'm hot? I'm so hot. Do that shit, you'll piss me off. Because I'm like, okay, either you're narcissistic or you're insecure, which is it? If you're saying I'm so hot or don't you think I'm hot or you think I'm cute, it sickens me. (laughs) Like William Shatner getting corrected, it sickens me. (laughs) And every time I see it on social media, I roll my eyes. I'm like, bitch, you just come off as a complete fucking pathetic loser. As needy as fuck. Yeah, it's just, how bad do you want a goddamn click on your social media? You got to get up there and go, am I cute? Do you guys think I'm cute? It's like, fuck off. Well, it's not just that. How much self-worth do you have to fucking do shit like that? It just looks so fucking desperate and pathetic. Never, ever post anything where you pay yourself a compliment and say how hot you are or ask somebody to pay you a compliment. It looks pathetic. I've gotten to the point now where I will... um, Can you give me a compliment, (laughs) please? (laughs) I will actually... I'll I'll have a picture I want to put up. You know... Yes, I'm not going to put a picture up where I don't look good, but I will totally try to think of the most fucked up thing I can say that has some kind of pertinence to that picture just to see if I can get people to react. Just say no drugs, kids. But it's not because I'm trying to get likes. It's just because, oh, I'm going to post this picture. What fucked up thing can I say about it? See, here's my problem with, with Twitter. And this cracks me up with the girls. Girls base how big of a deal you are yes. on how many Twitter followers you have. I have less than almost every trans porn star that's at my level. I, I know I have left. I only have like 37,000, very few. But the thing is, I tell all these girls, if you see somebody with 700 followers, don't jump to the conclusion that they're nobody. 
because you don't know how many Twitter profiles they've gone through. They yes. could have had 800,000 last week. And now they have 700 because they were banned and had to start from scratch. I was actually talking to a girl not long ago that that happened to. She had like 1,400 followers and she's like, I lost them all at like 21. Yeah, I mean, it, they can be gone tomorrow. So why the fuck invest any work into it? Yeah, because I just, I remember telling her, I was like, if that ever happened to me, I just, I wouldn't even do a new profile. I'd just be like, fuck it. Oh, well. Oh, and on that note, I am the only, the only bitch I am aware of that took on OnlyFans by myself and won. I fought the fans. <laughs> because, because they came after all of us and they all backed off from the, uh, the bad publicity, but they turned around and banned my OnlyFans without any cause, any reason provided, seized my funds, and I went to war. And when I was... You know, I actually had girls coming to me going... Did you see Kimber got her, her profile back? I'm like, yes. They didn't think that was going to happen. They fucked with the wrong bitch. Oh, Jesus. I'm so, oh, you know that. Narcissist. You telling me you haven't <laughs> seen me put boot in ass so many fucking times you can't even recall them. I've all. seen you put boot in both of our ass. <laughs> I, I, I am not somebody that takes anybody's shit, period. I don't look for trouble. But if you want to fuck with me, you fucked with the wrong person. So... Only fans wanted to fuck with me. So when I was emailing them back and forth and not getting any resolution or answers of why they had done what they had done, it got to the point that they stopped answering me back entirely and refused to respond. That's when I blew them up on Twitter and I put the entire fucking letter I wrote them and put them on blast and tagged them in it. And then all of a sudden, mysteriously, they hit me up on Twitter because now they're getting some bad publicity. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're so sorry. We will rectify the situation. <laughs> and I got my a fucking Thor Johnson hits me up and he's like, how'd you get your OnlyFans back? I'm like, I fucking put them on blast on social media and I put what they were doing and I put proof and I put the correspondence with them and as proof. And I let the whole world see what many what OnlyFans was all about. And uh, I got my OnlyFans back. Not a big fan of minivids either. Fuck minivids. Fuck off. I have a lot of problems with a lot of sites. Do you know I can, I, I can only put a fraction of shit on my OnlyFans because most of my shit is considered too fucked up to go on OnlyFans? Well, I mean, I actually had to do a post on my OnlyFans to um, basically to tell them, Look, because of their rules, their rules about, you know, anybody you film with has to also be an OnlyFans member. A verified that, content yeah, creator OnlyFans member. I'm getting to the point where I can't put these videos, you know, or even pictures on here. Oh, it gets better. So I'm like, if you want to see the good shit, you're... I mean, I'm like, I'm sorry, yeah. but you're going to have to go to the website. Yeah, my website is where all my fucked up shit goes because I, I have no censorship on my website, but... It gets better with OnlyFans because I don't know if you read in depth their policy changes when they email them, but I do. I read until I get bored. Here's the thing. Now on OnlyFans, and this is 100% true, they have outlawed any disparaging remarks or terms used to uh, disparage somebody because of their gender, their race, their nationality, their sexual preference. So... These are the following words 
that you can get banned for. You can't call a woman a bitch or a slut. That's derogatory towards women. You can't call anybody a faggot, a shemale, a tranny. All of that, gone. If you use any of those terms, they can ban you just based on disparaging somebody's ethnicity, gender, or race. Do you think or or do you feel like they'd be any different? I mean, have you sent a fucking private message to somebody in OnlyFans? And it yes. fucking kicks it out because you say yeah. young or... Yeah. Because I was telling a guy on my OnlyFans, because I use that as kind of more like my behind-the-scenes view of Raven. And, you know, I was telling this guy exactly what we're talking about, and I'm like, I, I can't... They won't let me put the shit on there. If I put it on there, I'm gone. So I've just got to start throwing the shit on my website. Yeah, and... Anybody who watches my porn knows you can't sit through one of my porns and I'm not going to disparage somebody. Well, (laughs) I'm going to insult somebody. Many vids is the same way, only in regards that they'll still let you use waivers. But it's a crapshoot on whether it'll be up in two weeks or 700 weeks. I remember many vids was the shit. It was easy Mm -hmm. to use. It was a great user interface. All the producers loved it. Many vids is the site that made me say, fuck you, clips for sale. Because I started doing a clips for sale and I'm like, you are you it fucking was kidding me? I was like, no, I ain't doing this. I'll just put all my shit on many vids. But now many vids has so many hassles and hoops you have to jump through just to upload a video that most girls are like, it's not even fucking worth it at this point. And it takes weeks because yes. they have to physically watch the entire video. Make sure there's, make nothing, sure there's nothing naughty in it. And then they'll put it up. And many vids and I got into it big time when they deemed the category race play as a racial slur on their site. And they banned the word race play and considered it a racial slur. You know, I hate to say this, but I blame the majority of this shit that's happening. White people. On these fucking, <laughs> no, on these White Democrats. Woke SJW exactly. trans White girls. Democrats. Uh, I mean, there's bad things about Republicans. Everything. Really. Everything's There's a lot bad of bad it. things about the fucking extreme left on our side. Yeah, too. but the, the woke tards. Here's my problem. Many vids is run by all white people and they are white saviors. You know what I'm talking about, Lexus? They, they are the white saviors. They are the politically act, active white people that want to save every other race uh, because they're white saviors. And, mm-hmm. and so they turn around because of their ignorance, because they're white fucking cracker ass crackers. And they ban the, all the porn I'm making specifically for black men. And I specifically went to him. And I said, listen, I know you're trying to help the black community, but you are literally censoring and banning See, their content. Yusuf just by said trying to exactly. save exactly this, you know, Yusuf is a fan. And he's like, OnlyFans is shit right now. Too tame for most fans. Yeah. Well, Yosef, it's not us. I would put up all kinds of nasty shit. They won't let us. Yeah, very few. They basically they want it post. to be they want it to be paid Facebook. Yeah. So for all of those fans that didn't know how OnlyFans now works, is you cannot post a video featuring. Anybody else in it besides yourself, unless 
you tag them and they are a verified content creator on OnlyFans sites. You can't just have an OnlyFans profile. Tag that. That doesn't work. They even have to though, be verified content creators. Even though just to get a regular OnlyFans account, you have to prove your age and send them a picture of your driver's license and you holding it next to your head just to get a profile. So, like, for example, uh, Lisa. Lisa doesn't have an OnlyFans I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Doesn't give a shit about it. I don't blame her. But... <laughs> Uh, uh, she doesn't have one. So I can never post any content featuring Lisa yep. Lace on my OnlyFans because I would have to tag her and she would have to be a verified content member See, on that site. And she's not, so I can't post anything with Lisa. And this is why we've been stressing to Amy. Amy has put all her eggs into yep. OnlyFans. Yep. And every time there's a hiccup with OnlyFans, she loses her fucking mind because it's fucking with her money. But we keep trying to explain to her, you need to yeah. diversify that shit out so you take less of a hit. And she just won't do it. When I first got banned, people thought I was going to go down. And I said, you know, I existed long before OnlyFans was a thing. And I'll exist long after. I'm a fucking cockroach. After the fucking <laughs> apocalypse, I'll still be slithering somewhere. Insulting people. It's just, I, I have my fingers as many pies as I possibly can because if I make two three hundred dollars from that site, that's not a lot. But if I make two three hundred from that site, 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 and I've been working about fifteen different sites, I'm making a damn good living. And I'm bringing home a damn good living because I'm diversified. And I'm a performer. I I more so than any girl in BGM am a avid performer. I love to perform so much that I cam constantly because I perform. I love being on camera and performing live for an audience. I love going up and telling jokes and doing stand-up. Well, I mean, I enjoy doing well, it. seeing an event. I just don't enjoy doing it after I've worked a full eight hours at my day job. You know, and I'll be like in the beginning of a day, I'll be like, you know what? I feel pretty good. I think after work today, I'm going to get on cam. Then I get home from work and I'm like, I can either get on cam or I can eat dinner and relax for an hour or two before I have to go to bed and do this all over again. And it, See, I'm always editing in a chair and I get restless. So I, I say, you know well, what? But I want to get up, get the this, blood flowing and put on a show. This is your job though. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's kind of like my side gig. So it's not like I can give it as much attention as you do. So another piece of news that we hinted on early in the show was that uh, we're expanding our our empire a bit. And uh, we are now developing a site for BGM and Totally Inappropriate Radio Show merch. So yeah. we're going to have our merch. Yeah, I was updating the website. Wow. I was, she came well, to life to talking. talk, folks. <laughs> this is her baby. It says that on, by Monday it should be up and running. You're dying. Yeah, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> you got the Rona. You got the Rona. But right now, there's only a select uh, item. There's only select items on there. But uh, uh, the stuff is made by me. So if there's something you want, send me a message. <coughs> we'll see if we can figure out how to get you what you want. Yeah, she's got all the equipment to make this shit now. Um, we're going to be doing like property of Kimber panties, BGM beanies. Um, I can make mugs. I can make hats. 
Um, <laughs> when you're not feeling like you're dying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See? Fine. Fine. See, I gave her a gift for Christmas that keeps on giving to our fans. <laughs> now, this is completely off topic, but it's something that's been pissing me off. And midgets? No, we. <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with midgets. I think they're adorable. I think they make anything better. Throw a midget in there, and it's going to make it better. I was watching a nobody frowns little when they see person. A comedian and oh my god he was funny he was talking about how he gets hit up for like santa commercials yeah, i forgot his name he has a little goatee and everything yeah he's adorable he, he, brad, brad he's supposed something. to have his own elf costume yeah he's and fucking then adorable. he goes but he's i hilarious. actually do own one <laughs> yeah he's fucking <laughs> hilarious but my problem you see nobody can be mad and see a dwarf it just makes everybody's day but my problem is a fucking gay faggot on snl I have a real problem with him. Which one is that one? The gay faggot. The I Asian gay faggot. I don't. Oh, see, I don't watch SNL. Enough, and he's not so. a gay Asian man. He's an Asian faggot. He is a <laughs> fucking flamboyantly queer, obnoxiously fag boy. Good faggot. thing OnlyFans doesn't run our radio show. <laughs> <laughs> now, everybody listening knows the difference in a gay man and a faggot. And faggots are extremely obnoxiously flamboyant. And way out there, they just need to fucking get a set of tits and call it a day. John Ed. Yes. <laughs> but he's extremely flamboyant, the gay Asian guy on SNL, but he can't play anything else. Anything every role, other than a gay guy. Yeah. Every other Jeez. role he tries to play, he's just super flamboyant and fucking faggoty, and he can't do anything. <laughs> it's like, I know you're trying to be diverse, SNL, but get a gay Asian man. That, that can actually do other characters other than a flaming faggot. Because this guy can literally only do flaming faggot parts. Because well, he is so flaming. Look at Stefan. Stefan <laughs> is more tame than this guy is in his natural state. <laughs> and it's just like, there are limits to my faggot tolerance. And I have tits. I was about to say, how do you tolerate me then? He is obnoxiously gay. And he can't do shit on that show. Even when he's playing a straight dude. Yes, he's obnoxiously yeah. gay. <laughs> he's obnoxiously faggoty when he's trying to play a straight man. He has no ability to play anything against his type. He does no impressions. To, to my best ability, I've never seen him be fucking funny. I think he's a diversity fucking hire only. Like, pity hire. <laughs> <coughs> oh, wait, should I cough too? <coughs> and another thing about SNL. Another thing. What? Do you think Pete Davidson has a 12-inch dick? He has to. I know, right? He's an <laughs> ugly fuck. How does he get Ariana Grande and now Kim Kardashian? Both pieces of shit, by the way. He has horrible taste in women. But, I don't know, though. Kim Kardashian, that's a wore-out pussy. Yeah, but she looks so much out of his league. He oh, is yeah. an ugly fuck. He's like Jay-Z with Beyonce. Except, no, Pete Davidson's two for fucking two. He goes from Ariana Grande to fucking Kim Kardashian. How big is this liver-lipped-looking motherfucker's dick? And here, they, they were saying that he's already getting tattoos. Yes, oh, yes, I saw that. I'm like, seriously, dude, did you not learn from the first yeah, one? Yeah, because your relationship with 
a woman's going to last because of who you pick, I motherfucker? I was thinking in like five years, he's going to be one of those dudes that has the ta- tattoo that says, I heart Kim, where Kim is crossed out and he's got the next name. No, because he's got enough money to get that shit removed. Pete Davidson <laughs> is an ugly dude. He reminds me of this generation's Jim Brewer. You know, goat boy that always looked high. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got it. Now, when I say yeah. always looked high, yes. he, was in the, yes. he was in the Dave Chappelle um, stoner movie. But he's like this generation's Jim Brewer. And yeah, I could see that. He just looks like a strung out stoner with yeah. big liver lips. <laughs> and he's got to have a massive dick because I do not know. And, you know, not to be super harsh on poor Pete Davidson's, but I've watched SNL I don't think he's that fucking funny. Oh, I was just thinking that. I know, right? He's not even fucking, name one fucking Pete Davidson character. I, I just. One fucking character he does. Fuck, I can't you know, think exactly. of one. Exactly. You know, the only one that I can think of where I laughed hysterically, it was not him. It was uh, Dave Chappelle. It, no, it was. I saw the one where Dave Chappelle was making fun of his lips live in the skit. It was the one with Adam Driver where he played his father. Oh, yes, oh, yeah. and he plays, yeah, the yeah. disappointing son. Yeah, but he doesn't do anything but laugh and fucking yeah. blow the skit. So I've never seen Pete Davidson be as funny, really, and he's an ugly dude, but he keeps ending up with chicks that are considered to be the hottest around. Now, here's my problem. On top of the fact that he's got to have a big dick because he's an ugly fuck and he's unfunny to boot, he's got nothing going for him. Uh, on top of that, Look at this motherfucker's taste in women. Ariana Grande? Lisa says it's supposed to be 10 inches. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Ariana Grande, which is a human piece of shit. And then he goes from a human piece of shit to a human piece of garbage with Kim Kardashian. What does this... Is the guy just like, I just want a hot chick, and he sees nothing else in women? He sees them having no other value? As far as past physical attributes to Pete Davidson, you have no value because why would he go for human pieces of shit if he was looking for more from a woman than just their appearance? Well, maybe, maybe before he uh, got famous, he could only land like fours and fives. Here's my, my, my thing, because I sit and I think about this a lot. Like how fucked up is Kim Kardashian? Oh, I guarantee she's because she married the worst person ever. Hey, wait, wait, well, wait. yeah. I mean, you can't say how fucked up is she because she looks one hundred percent level-headed and normal compared to her ex. He's still <laughs> losing his fucking mind. He did a claymation in his video of him decapitating Pete Davidson. Oh my god! Like you, how mad bro? Sad is that you, mad bro? Yeah. It's like, dude, you're Kanye. You're okay. five feet tall. You can't have a big no, dick. Yay. Okay. Oh, yay. fuck him. Okay, Alanis Morissette. What? Yeah. It's just, I, I, he's likable, but at the same time, I don't like him because I don't think he's funny. I, I think his taste in women is super superficial and shallow. There is no character involved in Ariana Grande or Kim Kardashian. They have no fucking character as a human being. So his values towards women are obviously extremely shallow. I can't imagine those being anybody's choice unless it was all about physicality and getting laid. But to date these fucking uber pieces of shit? I mean, okay, who is worse? What's, 
I mean, I guess he'd be fucking Amy Schumer next if she was hot, but she's not. That's mean. She's a piece of human garbage, too. She's another one that I've tried to watch her comedy show. <coughs> oh, I can't stand her chubby ass. And it's just <clears throat> annoying. It comes She's To horrible. me, it comes off as annoying. <laughs> Apparently, they call it his Moby Dick. It's got to be. He's got to have a Tommy Lee cock. I mean, at least Tommy Lee is likable, though. I'd, I'd probably fuck Tommy Lee even nowadays. No, I wouldn't. No, he has hepatitis. No. But if he didn't have hepatitis, it might, I might. He's fucking Tommy Lee. That'd be a good time, you know. You know you'd have fun with Tommy. I mean, I Kid Rock's a piece of human fucking maga shit, but you're you know gonna, that he throws a good party. You're gonna laugh at me, but to kind of go on the ugly fuckers that are attractive, the way Steven Tyler's been looking the last couple years, it's. That's because you like trannies. Kind of does it for me. That's because you like trannies. He has so tranny. much. He has has so much face no, work done. At this point, he looks like Pete Burns. It's the long hair and the goatee. He's kind of doing a Jack Sparrow kind of thing. He looks it. like Pete Burns. He does not. I just saw a picture of him the other day, and I'm like, dude, he looks like an older lesbian. <laughs> an old woman. Yeah. Who let the old woman in here? That's not an old woman. That's Stephen Tyler. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying that you like trannies, which is probably why you like Steven Tyler, because there's nothing remotely manly in his appearance. He looks like a strung-out, drug-addicted Liv Tyler. Yeah. Like what Liv Tyler's going to look like if she goes on crack. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you're talking about people that aren't all that attractive, that you would fuck. So you would fuck Horseface? Oh, fuck yeah. To say I fucked the lead singer yes, of Yes, hepatitis too. Oh, fuck no. You no. didn't know he has no, hepatitis? No. Fucking, uh, he's known to spread it around like fucking Pez from a Pez dispenser. He gives hepatitis <laughs> to everybody. He's like Oprah with for, but for hepatitis. I mean, he's like one of the most famous hepatitis carriers in the world. I can't believe you didn't know Steven Tyler was You get boy. hepatitis. You get <laughs> <Exactly>. hepatitis. <laughs> you get hepatitis. You he's all get hepatitis. That, that's like saying, you know what? I think I would want to fuck Charlie Sheen. No. Ew. No, I think you ought to pass on that dick. See that dick go, it's Charlie Sheen, now, but it's not worth that dick. Somebody famous that I've been seeing popping up in a lot of shows and movies I've been watching, mostly on like Netflix and shit, is that I think is actually, for whatever reason, I can't really put my finger on it, but he's, I find him very sexy, is the dude that played the fat boxer in that Marvel movie. Oh, John Favreau? <laughs> yes, yes. He's gotten, I mean, he, he looked good in the replacements. Yeah. When he played the crazy guy, he was my favorite character by far. Steve Tyler is a pedophile too? What? What? Is he? I don't know. I didn't hear about that. (laughs) Oh, well, you know, according to Republicans, all famous people are pedophiles that drink the blood of dead babies and shit. So Uh, I I think um, Lisa is referring to that he, he had a relationship a long time ago uh, in like the seventies or eighties with this teenage chick. Oh, he was one of those rock stars that was putting his dick in places well, that didn't belong. Yet. I mean, it was acceptable back then. I don't think it was ever acceptable. Well, they have all kinds of rapey shit in movies. They, so. did, they did have a lot of rape in eighties. It was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to get a laugh in a in a fucking teen comedy, rape somebody. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, fucking <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds is it should have been called Revenge of the Raping Nerds. Because they fucking rape everybody. 
And oh. it's fucking hilarious. I mean, it's 16 candles. He, he gives his uh, girlfriend, his pass out girlfriend to the nerd and says, do whatever you want with her. Have fun. And then she fucking falls in love with him just because he took advantage of her. Because he rapes her. He literally <laughs> rapes her. And, and at the end, he's like, did we have sex? And she's like, yeah. Oh, I raped you. Okay, great. That's, that's all it takes to fall in love back in the 80s for somebody to rape you. Had a 14-year-old girlfriend. Yeah, I had heard something about that. <laughs> that he was putting his dick into something that wasn't uh, ripe yet. He needed to wait till it grew a little bit more on the tree. Oh, Jesus. To poke it. I mean, he's a rock star. He can wait a couple of years. He's still going to get it. Give it hep, hep C. Maybe he didn't think he was going to live as long as he ended up uh, living. I mean, he got hepatitis when he was young. How the fuck oh, old is he now? That, uh, that super good-looking guy that's married to fucking Posh Spice. Uh, what's his name? David Beckham. David Beckham has herpes. Oh, Jesus. He gave it to uh, Jessica Alba. Oh, my God. And Jessica Alba was pretty open about it that fucking Beckham gave her herpes. So the, the cool thing is when you're jaded and you have a jaded ex and you're a celebrity, we're going to find out your shit. Yes. We're going to find out all of your shit. Ain't none of these celebrities. Some of them have kept hush hush. Like, for example, one of the oldest living stars that have been in the movies and is still an A-lister. You don't know anything about him personally. Robert De Niro. That guy yeah. keeps his shit on lock. You know, that's how I would be, though. I mean, that's kind of how I am now. It's. Anybody who dated Taylor Swift, though, you're fucked. Yeah, you fucked. Has <laughs> she got one, too? I hate that fucking Karen-ass bitch. Well, well yeah, I know she's a, that. but She's I, Karen to the max. I thought she gave somebody something. No. No, we're just talking about she, she will <laughs> She's going to write a song. She'll oh, yes. fucking yes. secrets to anybody. <laughs> if you like having a finger put up your ass, you can bet if you break up with her, she's going to write a song about putting her <laughs> finger up your ass. She's going to put you on blast to everybody. Who would ever fucking date that kind? Did you see who just came in the uh, live chat? Yeah, it's Vic Sexy. <laughs> Hopefully he's going to come down and see me in the near future. Oh, Jesus. Let me suck on his dick. I bag on him all the time. He said he's got a pass from wifey. Come on down. Come on down. You're the next contestant. I'm putting dick in my mouth. What? He does it for <laughs> me. I know. Okay. Okay. For all of our listeners... Big Sexy used to host a incredibly funny radio show. We were so impressed with his radio show that we based a lot of ours on his. Uh, well, yeah, he still has his name as GML Big Sexy. Yeah, <laughs> and he's not traditionally handsome that people would find him handsome. However, there are things I find extremely sexy about the man. Number one, he is big dude. Yes. He, he, he is not like his sidekick, Sean. He's a big dude. And he looks like a big-ass teddy bear that he would fuck you up if you got on his bad side. Two, I like his sexy, deep voice. He's got a good voice for radio. And three, and the most important thing that I find incredibly sexy about him, which I think even Lexus finds sexy about him, is his sense of humor. Yes. yes. I find it incredibly sexy. Any man that can make me laugh as much as Big Sexy has made me laugh. Gets me wet. That's the way However, it However, I married <clears throat> somebody who I thought could protect me and was big and manly, and you saw how that turned out. Bitch, 
there ain't nobody that knows me that's in this chat room doesn't think I can lay a beat down on anybody. Whatever. <laughs> I am nobody to fuck with. I'll fuck you up. But, I mean, Big Sexy does it for me because he's funny. And I told this guy, when we were on the trip, this guy came up to me and says, you probably don't remember me, but I met you three years at this event, three years ago at this event. I said, I do remember you. And I quoted what he said to me. He says, how do you remember me? And I told him the secret. And for all the men listening, here is the secret. If you want a girl to really remember who you are, if you want to make an impression and stand out from the rest. Make them laugh. Exactly. If you put game on a girl, she'll forget you tomorrow. But if you make a girl genuinely laugh, she will never forget you. I agree. A man that can make me laugh has me. Very few. Who hasn't had you? Oh, that's true. Yeah? <laughs> I can't deny that. But it's, it's just something incredibly sexy about his sense of humor. I find that sexier than anything. If a man can make me laugh or laugh so hard I spit out my drink, I'll never fucking forget him. <laughs> so what I find so sexy about Big Sexy is because he's big, he's got a great voice that I can imagine talking to me and talking shit to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> and he's, he's the kind of guy that when we're not doing naughty things, I would like hanging around with. I mean, it doesn't take much to charm the pants off of you, though. <laughs> oh, you have a dick? Let me pull my pants down. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I was hoping that him and his son would double team me. Oh, Jesus, that's... That would have been hot. You're getting fucking nastier and nastier. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm getting desensitized in my old age. I'm starting to want more fucked up shit. I mean, when you've done as much shit as I have, you kind of got to raise the ante and do more fucked up shit. No, you don't. And I just think that having a father-son duo pound me out, that'd be fucking hot. Come on now. Be the... Me in a you've told me shit you've done on video, and I don't I care know, how yeah, long I'm doing no. it. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, I do a lot for video. Um, I, like I said, I'm desensitized. I'm constantly needing something more, more fucked up. However, my website members, not my OnlyFans members. You're you're that dude that starts jacking off to fucking blowjob porn, yeah. and before you know it, he's watching. Fucking transsexual donkey sex. You got it. You got it. (laughs) I love that shit. So if it's weird and bizarre, I love it. Let me tell you something. What? You ever bring vomit play or poopy play or piss play in? First of all, you know I am a clean fanatic. I am uh, extremely clean person. Uh, Those, I don't do any toilet stuff. I don't understand gaining pleasure from pain i i mean if there's a little pain like you're biting a nipple or slapping an ass that's playful pain but if pain is the point you playful pain (laughs) fuck you it happened once (laughs) you won't let it go as soon as she said that i knew what she was talking about you just won't let it go lex it's only happened once (laughs) bitch did it happen to you did it happen to you i had never seen that happen to anybody that was the first time. Then shut the fuck up. But you, you're going to explain to our listeners what the fuck you're going off about? No. <laughs> I was sucking on her nipple, and I sucked a little too hard, and I popped her nipple. 
And if you've ever heard of that. Oh, God, I can only imagine how bad that hurt. It looked like a piece of popcorn after a pop. Oh. And it was like four times its normal size. And I felt it pop in my mouth. So you prolapsed her nipple. Yes. Luckily, it went back to normal. But for for quite a while there, uh, it looked like a gigantic piece of pop popcorn. It was all jacked up. And I, I felt a little bad about that. A little. But I mean, that for me is an accomplishment. What can I say? <laughs> Fucking hate you. <laughs> See, folks, this is this is my wife. <laughs> yeah, Lisa, you also got kicked out, didn't you? So, yeah, you were probably doing some fucked up shit. Oh, over God. There. Germans are weird. Yeah, Germans Lisa, are fucking weird. Lisa, aren't you banned for life from Switzerland or some shit because of what you were doing there? What did she do? <laughs> well, prostitution is legal in Switzerland, but you have to be registered. And I think she went over to hang out with somebody she knew and she was hooking, but she wasn't registered. And. Some uh, shit like that. Something like that. Bad. It's been a few years since she it's told me the story. It's not too bad. It's not like she was. Uh, getting, no, I you was know, just. I was just fucking with her, taking a donkey dick up her ass or something. And well, I don't know. She said the Germans from the are, UN. She said Germans are weird, so I don't know what she did. <laughs> I guess she was banned from the United Nations. Lisa, care to share? We don't have time for her to share. Oh, we don't. Shit. Yeah, we got to be on our way out and. None too soon because I think Lexus is yeah, going to collapse. Soon. Yeah. Lexus has been so fucking quiet this show because she feels well, like shit. The first half of the show, too, we talked about the trip. Yeah. But she's been in a, 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 a Rona coma. <laughs> Rona coma. <laughs> All the, the fans here is the occasional. <clears throat> you know, when you saw or when I thought you were going to see your weed daddy last night. I was just waiting for him to catch COVID so I could start calling you like typhoid Mary. I'd start calling uh, you COVID Kimber because yeah. you came home and gave it to everybody. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you probably got it from Amy, not me. But anyway, girls, we got to wrap this shit up. Yeah, we do. It's time to go. So uh, we love you guys. We hope we entertained you, we'll made you laugh you a few times. Week. Peace. Bye, guys. Hi, guys. Fucking gag.